See, even along with this humidity, <laughs> I get um really bad allergies. Mm. Like just the invisible shit in the air. And I'm just like, my face is just bleh, just melting out of every fucking orifice. Oh, I can't. Ugh. Like a fucking coke. <sighs> Sniffing constantly. I've definitely been a bit more stuffed in the last few days. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's not so much pollen because pollen, pollen would be more summery, right? It's more like fine grass, grass in the air. I mean, I don't have like hair fever um diagnosed but i'm yeah. pretty sure i've got some kind of seasonal allergy of, on a not a major level it's pretty mild but i'm sure there's something man i remember as a kid when have, someone having hay fever used to be like uh you got a hay fever what a loser it's like can't <laughs> fucking out. or like it's sort of in the same sort of category as asthma you know like <laughs> kids got asthma yeah. wears glasses and then when you become an adult you're like mm, yeah that's 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 quite a serious matter you're okay are you good are you okay I def I definitely need my eyes testing at some point as well. I think that's I think I feel like that's the next thing to go. You do realize your computer screen is behind you. You're not actually looking at your computer screen. <laughs> <laughs> You're just looking at a wall. And now back to the wall. Full on, Mister McGee. And now back to the dreadcast. Which and camera the am I on? Which? <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. If we were, if we were one of the new modern fandangled professional podcasts we would both have road mics on little stands we both have a couch each like that like just at an angle we'd be yeah. in a room with our, our our logo in a neon like led f yeah. sign above us we'd have a camera pointed at you a camera pointed at me and a camera pointed at all of us mm -hmm. and we'd have an editor that would do yeah. tiktok clips of us or sub that is yeah. every single modern podcast now I've seen. Little they, producer would bring them in as like you know occasional yeah. third character. What what are your thoughts? Bring them in. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're all sat like this, yeah. like on their couch, like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, no. It's better to do it from the comfort of your own dingy little room. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Plus, it'd be like a three hundred mile hour round trip for one of us every, every week, week. I think <laughs> every week I've got to got to go to the studio. Got to go to the studio every week for something we don't make money on. Yeah, we'd have to get, we'd have to get something sort of halfway, like I don't know, Birmingham. So oh, around God. Birmingham, yeah, oh, <laughs> for a reason. We'll Ooh. keep doing it the way we're doing it. Yeah, <laughs> yay for the internet, yay. Um, and um, I'm not going to introduce us as the the what what was the worst one, the big the the. The D cast, that's it. We're not the D cast. Yeah, no, we never no, will no. be the D. <laughs> this no. is the Dreadcast. No, that was how are you good. doing, guys? How are you doing? It's the Dreadcast. Welcome back, horror fans. Whoop whoop. Um, <laughs> yes, welcome back. It's myself, Tom, and the lovely Aiden. We're Hello. back on form. Um, saying that, still touching wood, still fingers crossed, everything that this doesn't break. I think the Antrim curse has lifted. Abated. Don't mention it again, though. Just. But I love Antrim. <laughs> yes, we love I, Antrim. Antrim. We we great. love Antrim, and we wholeheartedly uh, support any more um, content produced regarding the film Antrim. Yeah. All praise <laughs> Antrim. Oh, praise. Just, All right. Enjoy. <laughs> we see you. Praise Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yes no it's not antrim this is episode 48 oh my god 48. I, was, I, I was only getting confused because of the fact we um obviously uh missed frankenstein we did. I started making a list to remind myself, and I've now I've lost the list. So. Oh no, that doesn't help, does it? That's like my birthday list of friends that I can't remember their birthdays. Start a new list. I need to find some. Yeah. It is episode, episode 48. forty-eight. Forty-eight because uh, Frankenstein um, shit the bed and will be coming later this month with our Universal monster, the monsters of Universal Part Three, including the Mummy and anything related to Boris Karloff. Basically, that is the Boris Karloff episode. Um, as of today. Uh, before we'll, we'll get into it, we will be talking about 1995, mid 90s, absolute greatness. This is this is a peak 10 o'clock on ITV film because yeah. I think that's where I first saw it. Uh, Species. Um, but um, before we do that, do you, for the um, the video, the the visual, the visual, visual people. V- viewers, um, do you have some goodness to show? I do have, have a goodies. little bit of goodness to show. Like so we do. talked a little bit about my recent pickups um, last time. And yeah, I've 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 actually brought them in. Oh, the, room, the collection, the collection. So we mentioned I mentioned the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So we got a bunch of Texas Chainsaw goodness. We so do love that here. Fantastic. Everything's going to be all reversed, but this fantastic steelbook, which is as it, I'm really tempted to just start getting every format yeah. of TCM one that I can find now. Um, and then we've got. Number two, that is a glorious. I lo- I lo- think, show that again. Show that again. As good as I, as as much as I really love that, I think it's, I think it's too much of a in a way spoiler. The cover, yeah, they, they could have gone with just a, I don't know, generic. Uh, for the audio listeners, we're talking about DCM two cover where Dennis, artwork. Dennis Hopper is dual wielding chainsaws, yeah. which happens, I guess. Well, he goes hunting. He goes shopping for them about halfway, but he really he comes equipped from halfway onwards. Yeah, yeah, he does. Then we got a bunch of the TCM remakes. Yeah, we got so yeah two uh, universes three. there. Yeah, they're not the the you know mixed a mixed bag. Although I re- yeah Texas Chainsaw Massacre the two thousand three two thousand three and the beginning I do really like, but yeah the twenty thirteen one yeah not so much. Oh but, no, you no, know, no 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 completionist. Well, yeah, we want all of them. Uh, the Slumber Party Massacre, oh, which is nice. nice. Horrible, horrible CEX stickers off. And then a bunch of these. So these are the most recent ones. OG Halloween. Oh, I've got that. I've got that Blu-ray Halloween, yeah. OG Poltergeist. So they were just, yeah, a couple of quid each. I thought it'd be a shame to leave them. Did leave it... them behind. So so you're going, you're going, say, for instance, the TCM series, you're going for the each, each um, variation. You know, each um, DVD, Blu-ray, whatnot, you know. For TCM1, yeah. I'm not going to do it for the entire series, but yeah. But you also have, you did discover, you have the ability to play 4Ks, right? Yes. So for other horror films, will you be looking at 4Ks? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll get yeah. some. I'm going to get They're some just a bit more expensive. I'll see. So, you know, if I get, if, I think that's, I'm going to, I'm for the now, I think the 4K ones will be my, like, top tier must yeah. have must watch kind of films um black death with scene bean we talked about that well yeah and then we... as if by magic it appeared and it was only a quid so i'm like i'm not leaving it for a quid i have seen it but i can't remember anything about it does he doesn't... die 
I've, I'm just going to say yeah because it's Sean Bean. I honestly can't remember. I have no I. idea. Um, but yeah, fan, medieval fantasy yeah, horror. Yeah, yeah, I don't think, I think it's more of an action fantasy than a horror straight up. But um, yeah, I couldn't leave it behind. And then a couple of box sets. Yep, yep, yep. The house movies. Oh, yes. House I love that artwork. Four. That artwork is so good. With yeah, uh, that's that's definitely an image I remember seeing from like the video yes. store back in the the video shop back in the days. Yeah. The house post, I think. What's that about? Um, And then another one that I just couldn't resist. Critters. The lovable little critters, one to four. Um. I think a lot Another. of people, a lot of people compare them to Gremlins too much. No, it's because it's little puppet monsters, yeah, isn't it? Exactly. Really, I yeah. suppose. I mean, I watched Ghoulies. Oh the yeah, night. the Ghoulies. Yeah. I watched Ghoulies the other night, which and it's not what I expected at all. Coming from um, the toilet. Yeah, but <laughs> there's a lot more like human devil worship stuff than little rubber yeah. puppets running around. It was, it's, it was. Not it's one that I've been meaning to watch for a while. I was like, oh, you know what? Now's the now's the time. I'll stick it on. And there's a lot more. Um, yeah, the story wasn't video. what I expected at all. Hmm? I've got I've got Ghoulies on, got video. on video. Yeah, VHS. yeah, nice. yeah. And then the scariest movies in the collection. Duh! The the two Sex and the City movies. <laughs> Get away. Which oh, um, Antrim for my girlfriend. Oh, I Antrim, swear. come back, Antrim. Curse this. <laughs> Look, we talked about this off camera. It's not a we bad did. show. Not back in the day. Well, we guaranteed to see a bit of bit of boobs. Bit of boobs. I'll be honest. That's one of the main reasons why I watched it back in the day. But... Welcome to our misogynistic podcast. Hey, I do not apologize for being a teenage. No, no, I, I don't either. A teenage boy with no internet or no. <laughs> in the pre-internet days. Not any, not, not even any jazz mags. You took you took what you could get. Or <laughs> <laughs> your or your shitty TV that you had. Oh, the signal's going. I got to fuck with the aerial. I'm getting static. I've got <laughs> the boobs going. Oh God, yeah. Do you remember those days as well? I do. Portable remember those TV days. aerials, man. Yeah, that was oh, something. It's good there. The boobs good. <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's quite a shopping spree, um, and I look forward to being able to do that come September onwards. It was it was over stuff. a few. That wasn't all one one trip. That's yeah. like a couple of weeks, I think. But yeah, I've just I've just been around a lot of um, like secondhand shops mm. and movie stores just recently. There is one more thing though. Oh oh oh. Um, don't know. You know, I love my folk horror, right? I've. I've heard it bandied about somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Well, there is a little company called Weird Walk, who okay. essentially are uh, it's about walking. It's a walking group, but they produce a little zine, a little fanzine magazine that couldn't um, look more folk horror esque. It focuses <laughs> a lot more on that sort of weird side. So they've got um, so like the folklore of areas as well as so there's lots of stuff about Stonehenge and Avebury and stone circles and yeah dungeon synth or whatever that is some sort of musical thing but <laughs> they've recently done a wicker man oh um like special issue so i think they took a trip to where um where they where, where they filmed a bunch of the wicker man stuff um look, there's even a little wicker crossword oh, wow. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also they produced these stickers which were absolutely fantastic i couldn't resist 
purchasing. I, s- I was wondering the, where you got that from. I saw the that Lord on your Summer Instagram. The Lord Summerisle influencer yes. sticker. I'm gonna have to reverse my camera. I think. Next no, no, no. You're you're fine. You're good. You're 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 good. Oh, it's, I can, it's all it's legible. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all cool. Legible. Um, yeah, I understand how technology works. So yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> I could not. That's um, beautiful. I could That's not really resist cool. that at all. It was great. So I've got a couple of them. There's one in yellow as well. Did we ever talk um, about? I just when you showed me that 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 circle, that little sort of like Stonehenge looking circle they've got in the Wicker. Did we ever talk mm-hmm. about that? Because I never really thought about it until now. You always think about Stonehenge. How did they do it? How like how is it possible? Yeah, that stone circle was even quite impressive as well in the film. And it is. I'm does, not sure if that's genuine though. Whether I think it might. Is it made, made up for the movie? Yeah, right, I'm not okay. entirely. I'll have to look it up. I'm not sure. Um, Be interesting. But yeah. Oh well, the Summer House. There is actually an article about it in the zine. Well, the Summer House Stone Owl. Well, if uh, you'd have read about it, circle. we'd know. Yeah. Well, they only arrived yesterday. I've not had a chance to read it. Yeah. But um, yeah, weird walk. If you like weird folklorey stuff, give them a look because I always post. They've got Instagram page and a. Twitter handle and all that jazz, uh, all that jazz. But as a book, a of... it looks really nice. Nice little uh, quality, good collectible. Mm. Yeah, it's nicely printed. I mean, I think they're up to. They don't have like a set um, public publishing schedule, but I think they're up to like issue six, mm. five or six now of the of the zine. But I just it's been on my radar for a while, and I was like, oh, you know what? I wanted those stickers, and if I'm putting an order in for the stickers, I'll get the first couple of issues of the the book and see what it's all about and it's those, cool yeah those right, are the sort right of stickers that um because of what i do for a living i have big you know st- uh, tool chests toolboxes and stuff on my desk and what everyone does you slap cover them in stickers those are the sort yeah. of stickers that would get slapped on covered on people go what is that what's that what's that what's your what's that sticker <laughs> everyone trying to like one up each other with cool funky stickers yeah that's it those aliexpress is your place for that oh or yeah wish or somewhere like that i got a bunch of horror ones just recently from uh from wish or or, or ali one it was one or the other um yeah they all go on my uh on my paint palette and um, yeah yeah and stuff like that. I've always I think I'm like, like, oh, I might just cover a door like I did. A whole door. Just my bedroom door. <laughs> just. I would always I go right in here to... in, the, in my little man cavey room. I'm allowed to do spa one in here. <laughs> you, uh, by the looks of it, yes. And by the looks of it, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I would always think, oh, do I want to put it on my PC? But then I think if I've got to rebuild my PC in the future, I've got to change it. That's I've got what, to yeah, that's it's going to be wasted. Yeah. It's got to be something that's going to last. You, you've really got to commit to stickers, you know? You've you really got yeah, to commit. Exactly. <laughs> it is a big, it's a bigger commitment than you might think. So grown up. So grown up, man. You know, back I'm in the... I'm 40. Back, <laughs> yeah, I'm mid-30s. I, I'm, the, I'm the kid here. Uh, uh, that is quite the haul. Um, mm. When you... You brought up CX, you reminded me... And I remember it was around the spring. Was it last year? It was sometime in the past, sometime mm-hmm. before today in the past. And I was looking at horror films in CX. And I remember specifically a Hellraiser film that I found on DVD, which now looks to have gone down in price. But it was it was Hellraiser 8, Hell World. And they had it for £15. And it was a DVD, just a DVD. £15. It's now £4, but still. But as I'm looking through different Hellraisers on the CX website 
they they are all so different in price like uh hellraiser one 250 hellraiser two three pound hellraiser inferno four pound hellraiser bloodline ten pound what that's why? ridiculous hellraiser why? trilogy uh 20 pounds um if it's the trilogy, it's a nice box set. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Hellraiser puzzle box for fifteen pound. Want to open that? Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah they're, they're, the prices just such a variety of prices. All over the place. Hellraiser twenty twenty two eight pound. Like, I, why is Bloodline, which is not a great film, mm. um, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, How, I do wonder sometimes where they get. Where they get stuff from. I always well, well, um, wondered. They just go on eBay and just go. Mm, if it's a, they just check every film's price. They have some sort of algorithm that checks every film's price there, and they try and match it. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yes. Um, that, is, that is excessive, though. I mean, well, so, famously, the later Hellraiser sequels are not very good. No, especially the one with without Doug Bradley. God. Mm. Um. Not even sure which one that is without Doug Bradley. It was what it was like. Was it Revela uh, Revelations? It was oh, it's... I'm not sure. Really stopped paying attention after three. Oh, we'll get we'll get to them in the future. We'll definitely get to them because there's there's a lot of mileage in that series. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of mileage. Um, but since we um we talked like ten hours ago, it might have been. It might as well have been. Um. Which I'm sure everyone by now has really enjoyed our House by the Cemetery um, episode because it would yep. have come out by now. I'm sure you yep, loved yep. it. Um, it's probably done gangbusters. It's probably done like 100 views here and there. <laughs> I, we I love you all. Thank you all for checking it out. Um, but obviously, as you've checked it out, you may have forgotten you know, where you found it. You just may have by chance come by the podcast where did i find that oh so you can find the dreadcast on spotify apple google Podcasts, amazon podbean and youtube by searching the dreadcast not the dcast that's a very no. different show and you might not like it okay <laughs> the dreadcast you can find it there then you'll be like oh that was it that was it i'll go back there and subscribe and follow and rate because i love i love their episode so and you it. can follow us on twitter and instagram at the dreadcast, the the underscore dreadcast. There yes, we go. There we go. Right. There, I need to get it wrong. I did. I did just plug, um, just about five minutes before we got started. I did plug us on Twitter. Um, I oh. got tagged in one of those. Like, what's your top five horror films? And tag these five people. Um, so I just wow. I just posted the episode <laughs> I did with my top five horror films. No, you can so find hello them. to all you guys that have joined off the back of that Twitter post. Thank you very much for being here. <laughs> y yes. Well, uh, hang on a minute. Everybody in that thread is just going to go, oh, my God. I'm also trying to think uh, as far as timelines here. This Twitter post happened on the 8th of July. This episode is going to come out a week after we talked. <laughs> yeah. So thank you to everyone that did go there, did in the past. <laughs> and check it out um oh i see that is good there it is i'll give that they'll, a like they'll listen they'll listen and they everybody will, will think oh these guys know they're onions we're gonna we're gonna follow these they know they all of these know. episodes they know what they're talking they've seen every horror film ever made they yeah. know what they're talking about 
Um, yeah, I so since we we spoke a couple of days ago, nothing really horror related happened to me. Apart from I pulled a muscle in my shoulder, that was quite horrific. Um, <laughs> can't really go much higher than that. That was quite scary. Um, but I guess what we just get, we just get straight into talking about it. Let's get straight, get into straight into it. There's no point wasting What's... time. Get straight into it. What's today's movie, Tom? Today's movie. What, what are we talking about today? Today's movie is a film that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. It's been one of those films that I've had like, I know I can describe this, screenshots of it in my head, you know, images that I just remember oh, of yeah. the film. <laughs> oh, <I. laughs> Look, we've already talked about Sex in the City, okay? That's our <laughs> limit. Um, And I've just been like, yeah, I really want to watch that film again. I just remember having fun. Hey, hey, come on. Yeah, yeah. Come on, yeah. like, Keep, keep calm down all right calm down keep it keep it pg keep it well 12a is good enough um <laughs> species um the the mid 90s what i thought was alien invasion film what i thought i remembered being an alien invasion film which actually kind of isn't it's kind of done in a really a much more interesting way i felt yeah um yeah, yeah. 1995 species um all in all just to put it out there right now this is a fun film i really enjoyed this film i i really enjoyed it and it's a romp it is a romp and after not seeing it for probably 20 years maybe uh i wasn't bored i was i was i would say captivated i was glued to the film the whole time I was I was entertained. Yeah. I was entertained. I wasn't entertained. scared. I I wouldn't call this a scary film at all. No, it's a couple it's of good jump scares. More, there's a couple of there's a couple of decent jump scares. It's definitely more. I think it's probably leans more towards action yeah. than than straight horror. Um, yeah. Or sci-fi, sci-fi action, I guess. Sci- yeah, sci-fi yeah. action. But there's there's some obvious influences from other major sci-fi horror franchises. Um, I'll let, leave it up to you guys well, to guess just which ones. But. Yeah. Well, but the thing is, with the obvious influence, the let's say the person, which we'll probably reveal soon, the person that committed these influences actually worked on Species and worked on these old films. So that being Geiger. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. H.R. Geiger being involved in this project. So it, there's a lot of that sort of biomechanical design. The design of the... the the species, the cre- the creature, um, well, Sil. Sil, yes. I quite like that name. It's a good name. Mm. Um, I'm actually just looking now. I didn't actually note down if they described what Sil meant. Did you? Did you catch um, that? I think the designation comes from um, it's like sample one laboratory or something like that. So it's S1L or Sil. Excuse me. Right. It's it's something like that. Um, so it, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I wouldn't say that's, that's probably not exactly right, but it's, it's something in that, or something of that nature. So yeah, it's like a shortened version of a like laboratory serial number or something. Yeah. Where, when was the last time you probably watched this, or had you never uh, seen? Nineteen ninety-six, maybe. I don't know. It came out yeah. in ninety-five, so whenever it came to like, we didn't rent it, but whenever it, it had been a couple of years after that when it came to TV, probably. 
Yeah, ninety. I, uh, so late nineties, ninety seven ish. I do, I do definitely recall this being. I think like when we discussed Wishmaster, I was like, this mm-hmm. is the film that I think of when I think of blockbuster. The to, yeah. the the, the uh, box art cover, and I, I vaguely remember this being another one actually as well that I kind of really remember. I remember the the um, the poster being everywhere. Yeah. Um, Are you just, talking I, about the one with Natasha Henstridge with like her hand up becoming a claw? Yeah, and there's like all sort of green and the cocoon. Yeah. Yeah, she's like sort of half in and out of a cocoon. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it did 113 million at the box office. It's from a it was a big it was a big movie it's got a big cast as well like let's talk about the cast because there are three oscar winners in this cast mm -hmm. (laughs) like uh, well few obviously future oscar winners uh michelle williams promise whitaker and ben kingsley Mm -hmm. but i mean that that just though there's that like ben kingsley at forest whitaker alfred molina yeah michael madsen um Robert Patrick's in there as one of the G-men. Is that is that is Robert it, Patrick? Is I, it Robert? Well, okay. I, I thought it was. I don't... I was fairly certain it was. I've not actually checked the uh, the thing. It certainly looks like him. You mean if not, like, he's got um, a twin brother? One of Ben Kingsley's uh, two like henchmen, two goons. Yeah, yeah. He's like one one of one or other of the the G-men that's knocking yeah. that's knocking around that I they get don't... to do. Thinking it, it really looked like him because I. It really that looks as well. like him. If it's yeah. not, then I was convinced I'm... it was. That's going to bug me now. Trying to find who it was. But I mean, but, um, all right. Yeah. Even if it doesn't have Rob <laughs> Patrick, it's still it's still a like a stellar cast for uh, for what it is. Yeah, you know for what I mean. What it it's, is, yeah. It, it's a it's a, a bit of a schlocky. Um, you know, sci-fi action. Yeah, and now granted, obviously the actors we mentioned are uh, future Oscar winners. They, probably the biggest one at this point was Ben Kingsley because I think he had obviously done Gandhi at this point. Yeah, uh, but it this they're not they they have taken like a, a schlocky film, schlocky sci-fi action film, rather than this being an Oscar bait film. Um, it, it's almost like they all seem to be like I bet they had fun doing this. I think so. I feel Um, like they did. They would have had fun. I think Michael Madsen went on record to say that um, he really liked it. Um, He he, he sort of wanted to do it because he wanted to do um, like an action lead sort of role. Um, The second one, not so much. He basically has admitted that he just did that for the paycheck. But I've never seen the first one. I've never seen the second species. I've I haven't seen any of the sequels either. Um, I'd be interested after watching this though. I'd be interested to watch the second one because agreed, agreed. I f- I think they go and do a bit of a plot shift, like the sick se- the sequel bit thing that happens at the end of this one. Yeah, is not is like ignored for the second one. I think read from the uh, the little synopsis of it I read. Okay, so I'd be interested to see just sort of like how they get the story going based well, on uh... Michael Madsen. To me, I. I've find him a bit of an underrated actor i i actually don't mm. i actually quite like michael madsen in, in selected roles but i feel like i mean he oh, 
he got his he got a fair share in Kill Bill, but then he didn't really get too much after that from the early two thousand mid two thousands. I feel like he had a lot of personal issues and maybe substance abuse, but nineties specifically, I I really do believe he was an underrated actor. I feel like he doesn't get. Mm-hmm. Not all the flowers, but deserves some flowers for his acting. I think he's done a lot of like straight to video, yeah, yeah, bits and pieces, and I think to a certain degree has been typecast a little bit by, uh, yeah, yeah, these sort of you know gangster type roles. The chap that I thought was Ron pa- uh, Rob uh, Patrick is um, a guy called Don Fisher. That's definitely not shown- Robert Patrick. No. No, it's definitely not. But he has been, he is in quite a lot. He's, he's a, he seems to be quite a prolific character actor for appearing as, you know, henchman and that kind of thing in various, yeah. various things. But he did, he did look a hell of a lot. He like really did. He really did. I'd have, I'd have sworn, I'd have put money on that, that it was him. But anyway, um, just a little, just a little side note. Well, then we've um, also got a young Michelle Williams. Um, as a great kid actor, but she's not. He's credited from the start. Um, like like I, how the credits work. Obviously, it it then ends with and and starring Natasha Henstridge, who is mm-hmm. the the main female lead in the film. Really, other than yeah. um, I forget the female in our heroes group. Marg, Marge Heigenberger, Laura Baker. That's the one. Michelle Williams is is front and center on the credits, and she's only in it for a good fifteen minutes, ten, fifteen minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just just setting up, setting but, um, up the character, and then she's gone. Yeah, yeah, and she's a great little kid actor. Um, I'm not sure if it was her first film. Um, but either way, yeah, fantastic kid actor. Um, until she transforms into Natasha Henstridge, and that whole transformation is pretty wild, which we can get into in a bit. But um, yeah, I can't think of anyone yeah. else. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, for a cast, it's it's solid. It's solid for for. I think the um the feeling of wow, this cast is because of the type of film it is. If it was a proper Oscar baity top-notch, top-directed film. You'd be like, yeah, that makes sense, but it's a film about a genetically modified, created alien with these incredible actors in it. It just wouldn't, doesn't normally happen. No, or, it it's a, or, or it's a film that flops and loses like 100 million. Mm. This film did nearly three times its budget. Yeah, yeah, it was a big movie. Like, like I was saying, going back to the poster, I remember seeing that poster everywhere. Yeah. Like, it was... It, it was. It's got to be. It's got to be one. I'd be interested to see if it's got to be one of the biggest movies of that that period. Because I just, in my memory, you know what I mean. I, I just remember seeing it so many places that it must have been up there. Um. <clears throat> so, it, and it's yeah, like you say, it's sort of an alien invasion movie, but yeah, sort not of. Really, it's an interesting take on it. It's an interesting twist on it. So essentially, they received a DNA code from outer from outer space. I think yes. is, is generally how is is the plot is in a nutshell. So yeah, the I can't remember the name of it, but it's like the search for extraterrestrial life. Settle, I believe. center. 
they use these sort of giant radars and picked up this code. SETI. Yeah. yeah. Um, picked up this code from outer space that basically gave them a recipe for creating life. So they create life in this laboratory um, and fuse it with human DNA to create this young girl, Syl. Mm. Um, we're given a little bit of info early on about how she grows really quickly. So within, I think she's only meant to be about three or four months old, isn't she? And she's like a fully grown adult woman oh, to, yeah. our, to our eyes. Um, for why? Oh, they they realize that should sh uh, the the rate which she grows and the rate at which she potentially breed would be too dangerous to allow her to continue. So they attempt to kill her, basically, yeah. end the experiment um, with cyanide gas. With cyanide <laughs> gas, and she busts out of there and escapes. And then the rest of the film is essentially a manhunt. It's you know looking for. Uh, or a woman hunt, um, looking for Sill and trying to, uh, well, terminate her basically, find her and find her and kill her. The thing with it being a manhunt again, which I liked the sort of twist on this plot, is that it wasn't just army man and government man looking for her. It's a mm -hmm. group of ragtag individuals that each have their own individual characteristics. Yeah, they're they're all different in this little yeah, group trying to hunt her. And it's a really good little group of characters rather than yeah. army man, bang, 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 bang. Mm. So in theory, yeah, in theory, Michael Madsen's character, who's got a ridiculous name, Preston Lennox. Oh. He, he is. Oh, he's been in some uh, pawns. He's been <laughs> in a couple of pawns. He is the, um, the he is supposed to be the filling that action gung-ho army man role. But it's and it's hinted at a lot, but he never really actually does anything that action. Man I mean, I think it's kind of alluded to the fact that he's some sort of like CIA assassin. But I got it to as like a bounty hunter. He, but but he, like he a takes care. Yeah, hunter. takes care of problems, doesn't mm. he? Like, I mean, that's there's a lot of that language when he's introduced as like, oh, I'm <laughs> I'm brought in when. There's no other option when yeah. I'm yeah. the last resort to solve the government's problems that they don't want people to know about. And essentially, he's, he's just a detective. Like, he's not, he doesn't, he's not got access to any special gadgets or gizmos. We don't see him doing anything particularly like gun. black ops or clandestine. He's just, he's just a guy. Got a gun. You know what I mean? And, and loves his cat. Yeah, and loves his cat. <laughs> Which, they they focused on that for a good uh, 10 seconds, which is a long time it, for that. A, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. is this cat going to die? This cat can't die. Is she going to eat it? I, uh, what's going to happen? It sets him up as being an animal lover. It shows that he's, I, it, despite his rough, tough exterior, he's got a sensitive side. Yeah. Because they do, they do, there is, if I've got one, what, I mean, there's a couple of things about this that, uh, that I've got. I could criticize, but one of the things is they the really tacked on like love story between him and um, the other yeah, doctor. It doesn't it's work. Very, it's very torturous. It's not. It's not necessary. And yeah, it, there's there's no emotion between. There's no uh, no connection. There's nothing. It doesn't mm. work. Um, but I guess the thing with the cat is to set him up as being. As being this sort of tough guy, uh, you know, tough guy with a softer side or whatever. Um, it doesn't follow up. It just 
you know, look after my cat. No, no. Going on the job. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll talk, we'll talk about the sort of rest of the team. Um, yeah. So then, so then to talk about you know Madsen's love interest is Dr. Laura Baker, and she's um, what is she's a bio um, a biochemist or biologist of some some description. I believe so. I mean, I thought that was what Alfred uh, Doc Ox. I'm just going to call him Doc Ock. Doc Ock. Uh, Alfred no, Malina. He, <laughs> I thought he that was his is, job. His job is something a little bit more specialist. It's. Uh... Oh, here we go. Here we go. I got him. Uh, Laura, uh, Laura Baker, molecular biologist. Oh, that's it. Molecular biologist. And Stephen Arden, who is Doc Ock, Alfred Doc Malina, is an anth- anthropologist. That's it. As an anthropologist, yeah. but I think it says I think it's like a specific because he says something about teaching. Um, it's like comparative anthropology or something, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Harvard. That's it. Uh, then we've got Forrest Whit- Whitaker, who is an empath, which is the film's version of psychic. When it yeah, suits him. <laughs> he's I, the character I've got the biggest problems with. <laughs> yeah, agreed. But I also I love Forrest Whitaker. And I, think I do love Forrest lo- Whitaker. He plays the character very well. Yeah. There's nothing wrong in his performance. It's just the it's the whole concept of the character who is some sort of like psychic MacGuffin that it, it, it acts like some sort of alien radar when the film needs him to. If he wasn't there, take his character out and then have the mm-hmm. group trying to find her. Yeah. It's not happening. It doesn't happen. It's not I mean, happening. he can. He knows where she's gone from, sort of half the city. But then there's a scene later on in the film where he's literally stood next to her, and he has no idea. Like it. <laughs> yeah. Until it it sort of clicks, right? Because that's that's the first time any of them have actually seen her, um, facial facially wise. Because there's, mm-hmm. there are parts where they're the, the whole the whole film is a chase film. They're constantly yeah. one step behind this group of one step behind our alien Tasha Henshaw trying to find her. But every time they do, there's a way that they can't um, visually see what she looks like as a person, like as a security camera footage where her face is blurred. And I think he this is this is the first time later on where Forrest yeah. Whitaker actually sees her and then it clicks. Shit. It's her. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can but you can feel her. He can you know, and he's like, yeah. Oh, she's you know, they when she goes home with a guy from the club, the the diabetic guy. Like he can sense that um, that's where she's. Well, they they find out from the club, but he can sense that oh, there must have been something wrong, and oh, she'll have gone this way, she'll go this way. Yeah. And then there's a scene where he's she's like, like peeking at him through a hole in the fence or through the trees or so, and he's no none the wiser, none the wiser that she's there. Yeah, sat in the hotel later on. He's like, oh, I think she's in the building. I yeah. can sense she's having sex with Dr. Octopus upstairs. It's like, what, can you? <laughs> they kind of turn his, his character are very up convenient. a bit. And they, they can't really decide at times how his powers work, in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's what it is. It's very confused. Um, and then the final guy of the sort of main hero group is Ben Kingsley, who's uh, yes. another very 90s action name, Xavier Fitch. Oh, they're He's, brilliant, these names. They are fantastic. Um, He's the uh, head of the head of the science experiment that created Sil, and essentially in charge of this team trying to trying to track her down. And he is rocking the hip '90s scientist look 
with his long coat and his scarf and one hand in his pocket yep. and he's all like, yeah, I do science. <laughs> <laughs> I am science man. <laughs> he's great. <laughs> <laughs> We're science man with two um, goons, basically, because yeah. they're more like a uh, a private special organization that's like under the radar in a way. Yeah, it's like secret government funding, yeah. sort of your general Area Fifty One Black Ops site, sort of. That stuff. use that use the GoldenEye satellite to. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of my my that was my first note, GoldenEye, <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't exist anymore. That satellite. Oh really? Do you not know how? Uh, no, no, no. Incredibly quick tangent. Um. One of the cables snapped, and the whole thing just ex- came down and exploded. And just is no more. Oh shit! Like I, essentially, like a sequence yeah, from it fucking landed. Movie. It fucking landed oh. on scene bean. <laughs> oh shit! I mean, you think that that's something you check? Check the cables. Keep an eye on that. Oh well. Yeah, I hope <laughs> no one's under it. Well, they did it for did it for here did it for me, for England, James. <laughs> so um, yeah so i just wanted to bring that up <laughs> no that's cool i didn't know i know i didn't know that so yes um so we we have our we have our set we have uh, our sill young sill escapes we quickly have this like um avengers assemble of the an introduction of the various like hunter team they really are yeah <laughs> people and uh and off they go and off they go and the first clue they get is that she's she's skipped town on a train that happens to be like right the train line that runs past the facility and she murders a hobo <laughs> just before we essentially get on tries to... to attack her so it's fair game <laughs> oh yeah yeah it coming the whole thing with seal right so they these scientists get sent back from aliens quote unquote uh like a recipe for their dna right or or, or how to create new life via yeah. using their dna so they, I was, I was, this was a part I was never sure how they, how it worked. Could, how could they just instantly create otherworldly DNA and then it be put into human form? Yeah, well, it's one of those that just accept Yeah, it. okay, just, I accept, just fine, accept fine. it, fine, I'm moving on. Now, I mean, I ain't no scientist, but excuse me? I'm assuming D- since, DNA. Since when? <laughs> DNA, I mean DNA is what is it is chemicals it is chemical compounds and stuff yeah presumably and just it's the ordering of it and then, it's just so, numbers just numbers and letters that's if, if everybody's you know if, if there are only so many elements in the world and all life is created from combinations of these various elements then in theory something from yeah far, you know we've got we've got the ingredients to do the recipe they just tell us the recipe I suppose yeah I guess so in a theory she's I guess half human half whatever they've mi- com- mixed up to make yeah this, this, it's a this little species. bit it, it's that, it's that 90 science jurassic park does something similar yeah, doesn't it because they yeah. get the dinosaur embryo embryo dna but it has some gaps in it so they fill it with frog dna they, they plug those gaps with frog dna <laughs> yeah and they just so happen to use a species of frogs that can change its sex which is why the dinosaurs change their sex and then start to breed you hit you hit the nail on the head right there with that line of it's 90s science because 90s it, science. it really is it's just <laughs> ludicrous absolutely ludicrous makes no sense like but it looks good like the face recognition uh, not the face recognition like when they enhance the I cctv image yeah. and that cctv image is made of like four pixels it's like 
this is a face on CCTV. Oh, whenever and they then do that. They just they run the program with some nineties hacking to keyboard tapping, tap tap tap. And the best the best the, the, version of that is where someone will go enhance Rotate, ni- rotate, rotate ninety degrees. Rotate <laughs> yeah. a fucking image ninety degrees. Zoom in, like, oh, yeah. What? It's not possible, but it's great. Zoom Scooby, in right it's there. great. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so she's this sort of mixture, but she, so I guess she has these sort of human instincts because obviously she knows what a train is. You know, like uh, and, and, uh, it, the whole film. Yeah, they're they're talking about they 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 put in lines about how. She's looking to mate. It's what it's animal instincts is what they would do, mm-hmm. right? So an animal, I think, will be scared of a train or a big, moving, loud object mm-hmm. like that. You know, like a cat in a car, maybe or something. You'd be scared. She knows what that. She knows what things are, but also she learns very quickly. Like when she's in the shop at the train station, she instantly yeah. learns what money is. It, it's Ooh. that quick. With just want to mention the old style credit card swipe. Oh my machine. god! Yes, I've totally forgotten that that was even taking a thing. Taking a print of it, taking a, a <laughs> yeah. print. Yeah, fantastic. So she instantly learns things with a split second. Mm. She's not not scared of this big moving machine. Like just walks no. up onto it, grabs. But she, also, she is also being chased by a bunch of army guys and dogs and at the same as time. Well. So yes. you know, yeah, it's like that's moving marginally faster than I am. Let's jump on that. Well, that's um, the second train, isn't it? Because the f- it's the first train which you said with the homeless guy, she jumps on. Yeah. And then make, turns him inside out, in a way. Yeah, just hurls him, oh, yeah. him at the walls. Yeah, yeah pretzels him. He had it coming. Um, he, I mean, he totally did. He was blatantly about to attack her. Oh, he was. He was. He was. He yeah. Was. Rapey. In fact, Hobo Murder Train is my first note. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my second note. My first note is that the title card is very reminiscent of Alien. Um it's it wants to be alien it wants but, to be its we said, own version of alien it, it does and the ending as well is very aliens um, oh yeah 100 but uh yeah not skipping ahead um yeah she is she's a very interesting character because at times because because of this sort of conflict like she she doesn't know about her like she almost doesn't know about her alien half and then does know about it she doesn't know what she is or who she is and she gets confused it, yeah, I do kind of feel like really sympathetic towards her for for like quite a few quite a few times in the film, yeah. and then you know she brutally murders somebody for no real reason. But um, but yeah, she's a sympathetic character for for a good chunk of the movie um, because spe- yeah, she's a victim, you know, in some ways, a lot of ways. Specifically, uh, in the second train when she's changed trains and she's stolen mm-hmm. um, someone's. Uh, holdle, bag holdle, looking yeah. for it, rummaging. On that train where she transforms, where she kind of mm. goes into a cocoon state and transfer, just again, it's a bit loose on how fast the DNA is working because obviously she's a kid for this short period, but suddenly she's then a grown adult. Yeah, like, it's, it's a bit loose, in, but well, a couple of hours in a cocoon. Yeah, um, I that seems great because they do a good job of masking. A lot of the CGI with the uh, flashing lights. It's it's they cheap. Do. It's a cheap way of doing it, but it's a way to mask That's, it. They do, and and I made it that exact note that it's got that pretty crappy, yeah, early CGI effect. But they do their best to mask it. Yeah, with the the train light, yeah. trains going. It's like the flickering of the light, or whatever. Um, 
but it is during that where you see like, like I don't, what does anything cause her transformation because she's she's eating like a chocolate pudding she's still rummaging through the bag and suddenly her face starts bulging tentacles start coming I out and that's where I she's like confused upset she doesn't I, know what's the fuck's going no, on. no she her. doesn't know what's happening but i think it's that compulsion she's had that compulsion to eat so yeah. to, and I think it's that she's eaten enough that now she's got enough, you know, now the alien's got enough energy to sort of move into the next stage. But her sort of human side is acting under the unknowingly under the influence of the alien side. So she's just eating everything she can. Yeah. And then it's not really explained, but that's how I interpreted it is that, like, yes, essentially she ate enough that she could, like, evolve into the next, yeah, into I, the next I, stage. I get it. Yeah. But that sort of that concept of how she grows and how she changes is is just thrown in at that point we you know for all we know she's we've already been told she grows quickly mm. but there's never been any mention of there being a cocoon involved previously um, I, don't, I wonder if it's like meant to be like a sort of uh sort of like a chrysalis like a, a caterpillar turning into a butterfly yeah. like it's it's that part it's that part of the cycle of this alien this life then mm -hmm. when it gets to a certain point it goes into a cocoon levels up in the way if you will to yeah yeah a beautiful natasha henstridge um but the the train conductor gets it bad poor woman yeah yeah there are there's quite a few like in it like every more or less well there's a couple of exceptions but a lot of people everybody that dies in this film near enough is innocent is just an innocent bystander <laughs> like they're not apart from diabetic antagonist that hmm? Apart from diabetic Apart from, guy, yeah, yeah, he he has it coming. Um, but then he, there's a lot of like yeah. maids and yeah, just people in the wrong and train conductors and people in the wrong place at the wrong time. That well, now that you say it. it. Now you say it. The worst one that I felt so bad for was just the woman that she, the poor woman who's oh my into. god, that she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she tortured and then just uh, <laughs> she had no escape of blowing her up. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get yeah, to yeah. that. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, oh, so and, but before is it before the, before the cocoon scene, we get the um, attempt to create recreate her in a laboratory scene. Oh yes, they um, do. They have some of like her old the old concoction DNA concoction. They try it, or is it? Do they find? Um, I can't remember how they say because the because I thought it was a really interesting scene because they like um, and it's it's Laura Baker. It's the 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 doctor on yeah. the Avengers that she says um, perhaps the first thing we should do is recreate her so we know what we're dealing with yeah and they do it but she says to do it without the human half so and I don't and it, and it just it skips on the science completely but essentially they yeah they they're recreating the alien recipe without the human substitutes and I don't know how they do it but they have that scene where the camera breaks and then she has it, um, very in rapidly. The, yeah, in the zoomed in, because they have a camera zoomed into the mm -hmm. cell, like a microscope, she yeah. implants, I, I think they have a normal cell. She says the cell. alien DNA into this cell. Yeah, she, she impregnates But I don't it. know what the cell is. It's just no. a cell. Um, um, but yeah, essentially that's going to be recreating it without the human they're just making a pure alien essentially i think is the theory behind that bit and it rapidly grows and yeah i mean um, rapidly it basically rapidly. is like it's like a venom it's like a symbiote yeah. it basically happens but 
it really bothered me this scene with Ben Kingsley. Like that, it was a classic trope of can't let them out. He's panicking. We can't let them out. It, it yeah. might escape. It might escape. So, no, just just do it. Just let them out quick. I'm sure they're capable just to quickly get out a door yeah. and not follow them. Like, no, we can't do it. We can't do it. Yeah, no, what, no one, no one, come, no one takes over and just helps helps them at all. They're sort of sitting there, just do it. What, what are you doing? Do it. No one really like restrains him because yeah, that room, no, that room no. becomes a furnace. They're just essentially watching while he burns the room out. Yeah, there is a great bit though as while the things in, growing in the tank. Yeah, and it's and they're struggling to get the top back on. You can tell that it's essentially just like two arms in rubber gloves, just yeah. just yeah. waving their hands about um, before it turns into like the tentacly thing. Um, I, I do like the place. with that sort of creature. There's no, it's kind of the thing. Like, there's no distinctive look to it. It's just a blob of some sort. It's mm. with tentacle. It is what it is. It's not. It's not what she becomes in her Geiger-esque human-looking alien. No. You know, two arms, two legs, big head, torso, titty tentacles and whatnot, which we'll get to. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I've got notes on that. Yeah, I'll bet. What a way to cap off titty tentacles right there with a a break. Um, it's important. It's part of the film, okay? And I, I as I, I joke, I say it. Back to the, just quickly back to the um, the cocoon, yeah, uh, thing in the train where the the train conductor, who is apparently the nicest train conductor ever, yeah, there she's was a, really nice. a a lone, but she's almost too nice. There was a lone girl, young girl on this train, no parents around, no no guardians or anything and she's like you got a ticket you got a ticket child and she's like this much well i'll give it to you for this cheaper price here you go yeah we'll pretend you're 11 so you can go have it for that, half price nothing like if you're okay if we're pretending you're 11 you're 12 where are your guardians where, who are you with you're on this long haul train mm. that's going she does to ask Amtrak. if somebody's meeting her at the other end i think she does she does she say does, you're traveling along but, but it's, Different times, man. Different times. Nowadays. I mean, yeah, 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 definitely. Well, nowadays it'd be like, I want to see some ID. You're not getting the train ticket yeah. for half price. <laughs> yeah, get off! Get off! They would have yeah. restrained her. Chuck her off. <laughs> um, Should have been in in the train jail, the trail brig. Does the does the cocoon have the? Because I feel like Alien does this, where it has the sort of pulsing sound of womp 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 womp. Mm. It's got the light effects, but I don't know. I can't yeah. remember if it's got the sound of womp, womp, womp. There was womp. something, but again, there was the kind of noise of the train as well, so I'm not entirely yeah. sure. Yeah. But, but um, uh, she got sucked into it. Really sucked yeah. into it. Um, yeah, the face grab, which is our first, it was, that's our first like major, like big attempt at a jump scare. I mean, it's not, I think you you've, you know, you can see it coming, you know, you know what's going to happen. But that would yeah. be, uh, yeah, she gets. <laughs> Face grabbed and uh, and then it cuts away and then when we next uh, we next see the cocoon it's she's coming out of it yeah yeah all, sliding out of it yeah all slimy and glistening and nudie rudy <laughs> that's the first that's the yeah. first teenage pause moment there's a lot of nudity in this film there is, there is it won an award it. it it did win an award for uh, 
like best it's like like it's a silly joke award at some uh horror festival or other like so an, M an mtv award <laughs> <laughs> not it, it won an mtv award for best kiss shut up what for kiss? The, uh, shut for up rob robbie's fatal kiss with the uh the tongue back of the head oh that was it won a, it it won an MTV movie award for that, apparently. Um, I'm just trying to. F oh, I just can't find the note now. Where, where I found it, but yeah, it did. It did win some. So I've just found. I've been looking for the scene, the cocoon scene. So yeah, it's as visually, it's a good looking effect. This cocoon, and yeah, the. the um, the conductor, the train conductor, ticket inspector. He gets it's like the the cocoon opens. It's got like teeth in the cocoon, and she gets proper sucked mm. in. But that there's a shot of Natasha Henstridge falling out of it. That look, mm -hmm. that's pretty gruesome. Yeah, she was covered in KY jelly. Apparently, she was covered oh, in KY what? jelly, and they they built the set upside down. And she, so they filmed it, and the shot was flipped afterwards. So it was upside down. She came out of it, and then they flipped the shot to make it look like she comes out the wrong way around. But yeah, she was completely naked and covered in KY jelly. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not going there. Okay, we're we're older than that. <laughs> but I mean, that's the best way to slide out of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Um, there's also one other little scene. We'll move on. When she is on the train. And I, I forgot to write this down, but I do remember the visuals of it. Is it I think it's a young Michelle Williams. She's she's sort of having a vision, a dream. And she is having a dream of being chased by this train, but it's a Geiger-looking train. It looks awesome. Mm. Do you remember oh, this? Yes. It's like yeah, uh, yeah. spears and the train. The train is like alien faces on the front of it. It's... Like, it's Hundred percent Hedgehog There's there's no way you look at it and think anybody else came up with that. It looks amazing. Scene. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we get that quite a lot, don't we, through the through the movie. We get Syl having these dreams about her true form, her true identity. Because every time something vaguely alien happens to her, like the just before she goes into the cocoon or there's various you know things protrude from her and stuff yeah she, she freaks out about it she's not she doesn't know what's happening to her necessarily um and that's yeah also coupled with these dream yeah definitely um it's also coupled with these dreams where she keeps having these dreams of you know aliens mating i'm pretty sure yes. there's like a definite sort of alien sex scene that happens at one one but the, qu the quality of those 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 scenes those sexy alien sex scenes are kind of like stretched the, mm. the actual film of it feels very stretched. The, the quality looks really obscure yeah. compared to the rest of the film. I think a, I think a lot of that came down to costing because they were yeah. trying. They, there was various. Um, I think that train scene was one in particular that it was almost cut um, because of the cost of it. And Gaga put in the money for like out of his own pocket to film it because he didn't want to lose anything. Uh, but I think a lot of like the Gaga effects were really really costly, um, so they probably did did short you know a short amount of it as they could and then stretch it or loop it right. um, yeah it's, it was named as one of the films we only watch for the nudity by website Horrorland. <laughs> <laughs> uh i mean yeah 
I, I mean, it's predominantly, obviously, female nudity. There's, uh, mm. I don't think you see any full frontal male nudity. Um, no. I think you see Michael Madsen's ass, but that's about it. Yeah, there's the That's club, enough. Um, there, there's the guy that she picks up in the club. Uh, Mike, Mikey, Michael, is it? Um, he, he has a, quite a new, like, he comes out of the shower, doesn't he? You don't see anything, but he's, you what? see he's everything but, almost, I think. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of it's mainly it is mainly female nudity. It's mainly topless, topless nudity, isn't it? Yeah, Not yes, that's nudity. that's what it is. Nothing yeah. below the belt. No, 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 no. Um, so yeah, I guess I guess where are, where are we? I feel like we've um we've done the cocoon. We got up to the cocoon. So the next note, she's um, in LA. Yeah, she's in LA. Oh, um, we get the background on who she is uh, and where she came from is perfectly. It's summed up by Madsen like perfectly. In a, he, he says, "You got a recipe from outer space, and you grew a human alien in a vat, and now it's escaped, and we got to go and kill it." <laughs> like, yep, yeah, that sums it up. We get like a really, a really succinct. Um, a description of the plot from from Madsen's character, and then we go to that. Uh, oh, she yeah, she rocks up at the hotel at the motel. And yeah, she's that's it. Looking looking for a man. I'm looking for a guy or whatever. Um, now she doesn't the, have full on a full on vocabulary. Like uh, she doesn't know. I say English. She sort of picked no. up picked up phrases which are are somehow able to. Keep her going. Keep her going. By yeah, quite a lot of the time she repeats something. Like the she'll one person will say something to her, and then the next person she meets, she'll repeat something yeah. that that first person said, and that's kind of how she ends up communicating. So the lady in the wedding dress shop tells her, asks her if she's foreign, and she yes. says yes. And then later on in the club, she says to somebody, I'm foreign. So she <laughs> tends to yeah, basically just parrot things that somebody's already said to her, and it applies. Um, fun fact, the motel clerk played Abraham Lincoln in an episode of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> I'm now trying to remember that because Sabrina do, was do the with shit. That, do with S that information what you will. Sabrina but. was the shit at 5pm on uh, Nickelodeon. <laughs> that was great. Um, but I digress. <laughs> that is a hell of a fun fact. Um, so she, yeah, she goes looking, up, she's looking for, for men. She, she, her, in, her animalistic instincts in her DNA are pretty much from this point on. She just wants to mate. Yeah, she needs to mate to produce more, and that is pretty much the rest of the film. Um, yeah, but the club, which is the club of the film, because we need to talk about we the need club. to talk, we need to talk about this club because this club is is wild, is absolutely wild. It's trapeze um, artists and like it's the Matrix Club, bongo players and it's like do clubs like this really exist anywhere or have they ever existed anywhere outside of like films? It, it's maybe we're not hip enough. I mean, pro quite probably, and that's not fine. Hip that's fine. <laughs> yeah, but my one issue with this club. The one issue, like I don't care how it looks, I don't care what's inside. Fine, it's it's nineties, it's over the top. Someone got brutally murdered inside this club. Oh yeah, we'll get to her in a minute. But the club just was open the next day. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing, nothing stops the party. Ah, oh, it's fine. It's no, no, no investigation. 
brutally murder, blood everywhere. No, no, no. It's still open the next day. Brixton Academy has been closed since December because of a tragic um, stampede event. But, right. Right? This fucking club, they still don't know who killed this woman. <laughs> uh, who ripped her spine out in the bathroom. Uh, uh, let's get back to bongos. Way, trapeze. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair She's enough. still probably <laughs> there. She's still like. probably there. And said woman um, that uh, still feels threatened by that she kills. Mm-hmm. Again, animalistic instinct. She feels threatened by this woman. Um, she is credited as bathroom bimbo in this film. Oh, oh <laughs> that's not fair. I have a shot which I'll put up here in the podcast of uh, Amazon Prime's credited um, of her. The thing... She should get a job. The thing about that, I wonder if they tell them that's what the credit is when you go. Yeah, maybe to the to the cast. This is just I'm I'm just we just we just need a woman aged you know between twenty and thirty yeah. or whatever. Da, 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 you go and then afterwards they find out or whether it's like I'm here to audition for the part of club bimbo. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> bar bathroom bimbo. Bathroom bimbo. I beg your pardon. Yes. Um. Not the thing. I the, I have a bit of an issue with that whole exchange and because they they sort of theorize that she's killed this woman because she saw her as a, a threat yeah but when she comes out of the bathroom she blows off the guy that that woman was involved in and goes over to yeah jacket diabetic man so while I accept that, yeah, she's she's killing because she sees them as threats or whatever, she then does, you know, she's taken out the competition for man number one and immediately ignores man number one and goes to man number two. I don't, I, I right, didn't really right. follow why that happens. Um, and si- similarly, like the end of the film, she goes back for after sort of engineering this, like, escape yeah she goes back to the one place where the people that are all the only people in the world that know about her and are after her and messes with one of them it doesn't make a whole lot of sense from a a behavioral Mm. point of view you know what i mean from the behavior of the fact all she wants is to mate it's almost like Mm. she just doesn't care but yeah i hadn't really she she cares to an extent because we find out that you know she she um Reject. She can. She's got some sort of extra sense. She, she she rejects the the club guy because he's a diabetic, and then she kills him because he, you know, doesn't take no for an answer, and that's why he dies. Yeah, um, I hadn't really clocked that whole thing in the club. That yeah, she moves on from the guy that she originally wanted. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I wonder it's, why. What that would be in the in the sort of animalistic instinct. Um, it's it's odd, yeah, because he doesn't do anything. He, he doesn't do anything it, like to upset her or you know overtly no. put her off in any way. Nothing that we're told about. Um, yeah, she just it's it's an odd one. Um, hmm. But the guy that she does, we've got to talk about. Obviously, the guy that she does go back with. Um, yes, is he called Michael. I want to call him Michael. We'll call him Michael while I look for the uh, real name of him. His actual name. Yeah. Um, my note says Mike's house, and I just had to comment on the finger snap for lights, and then the finger snap, and the music <laughs> comes on. 
And he's like, it just so happens that the guy she picks up in this, I mean, I guess, I guess you'd argue it's a pretty exclusive club or whatever, but the guy she picks up lives in the Hollywood Hills. He's got a Robbie. big, oh, it's Robbie. Robbie. Um, she got, he's got a big fancy mansion where apparently, yeah, the lights and the stereo are all controlled by finger snaps. Once again, <laughs> it's, it's another fancy over the top nineties aesthetic. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, like a lights on. Yeah, see, or like if um, do you remember in Friends where John Favreau is dating Monica? He's like the billionaire, yes. and yes. he's got like he's got like a sort of AI Alexa thing already in his house. He's like lights on, oh lights down. And yeah, he's like talking to a computer. Like it felt, it feels like one of those nineties things. Like yeah, this is high tech doesn't even exist it, it's not even probably fall about it doesn't exist but this looks fancy and this will get her in my pants and yeah, his house no. is absurd it's so for a guy he this guy must be important surely in life to own a house like this in the hills. i mean it's la he lives in the hills he's got he's probably some sort we're probably supposed to think he's some sort of he'll, he'll be some sort of mover or shaker in the movie business i'm sure you'd have thought so yeah or, <laughs> this, or yeah. a porn Finger star snapping. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and just uh, crazy artwork everywhere it's like a <laughs> it's a house no one would live in like that it's mm. yeah i i was when um when our gang of heroes do eventually get to the house because they're always one step behind they're always one step behind sill but really closely one step behind yeah it's, it's quiet yeah. it's pretty edgy you see the way it clicks along in this first half like they're, they're literally one step behind the entire way and you think oh they've just they've just missed it they've just missed her i i was kind of hoping when they find out like what they're trying to discover why did she reject him why did why did he get what he got because she rejected him um I kind of joked beforehand without knowing. It's like, oh god, I bet it's di- it's not going to be diabetes, is it? That's kind of lame. It's going to be like smack, or you know, he's he's a druggie. That's why she didn't want to get involved. And no, he's a diabetic. It's like, ah, he's it's, diabetic. It's it's kind of lame, but it also kind of makes sense in a way. It does. It, it, like, I was <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I like the way they reveal it with uh, with Madsen holding up the needles yeah he must have been some kind of doper or diabetic <laughs> one of the two one of the two yeah one of the two um it's it's a good kill though we get a, a, it's a, a nice great kill alien tongue through the back of the head or through the technically through the front of the head out of the back of the head what's i think what's great about it is i've got the scene here he he has his hands the back of her head about to you know get close mm-hmm. and kiss the scene doesn't doesn't cut. Oh, okay. Oh, wait, no, there it cuts. Okay. Uh, it cuts with the camera, the camera facing. I wonder if that's a prop head of hers. Okay, camera cuts. And as soon as it cuts, we are looking at Robbie, Robbie's face towards the camera holding mm-hmm. Sill's head. And then oh, the camera yeah. pans around to the back Round. of Robbie's head, and that's where the. So I wonder if that is a prop head. No, it's a. I think it's her head, and they've obviously just put some sort of effect, some sort of a tube behind his head, masked with a, a little puppet going popping out the back of his head. 
It looks great though. It, it really it looks great. Good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've got some good. We've got some. There's not. There's not a huge amount of kills. Um, no. Really, but we've got some good, like practical effects going on. Um. Or you know that that look nice, like the the when we see the bathroom bimbo with her spine ripped out. That looks um, great. It does look very good. It's, I'm always I'm kind of confused as to how that like happens though. There's no how does she get behind the bathroom, like into the wall behind the bathroom? Yeah, unless it's the, there's a male bathroom like mirrored, you know, polar opposite behind it, and she oh, just, pause, yeah, no maybe. There. But yeah, she's it kind of comes out of nowhere. Just she's mm. just there, and it's her alien hand. It's not her human hand that's put through. Yeah, she's transformed into the alien hand. Yeah, it's, I don't know how that happens. It's kind of, I mean, it may just matter. Just you know, ride ride with it. There's no real reason to question it too much. But I did at the time. I was just like, well, how she got there? But anyway, yeah. um, but that's the that's the first time we see sort of like the alien half in. Uh, well, it's not the first time because we've got the cocoon. But um, out in the wild, we see you know this sort of the, that she can shape shift. It's not yeah. really clear as whether she can do it at will or not, though. Um, no, it's not clear at all. No, it's it's almost like it's like not for the not convenient necessarily, but um, like when her instincts to alien instincts take over, then it'll occur. Um, I feel yeah, like that, that's how I it's think, presented. I think you're right. That that I feel like that, like you said, it's not explained, but that makes more sense. Mm. So like it, yeah, like she, yeah, she builds up inside her. No, I, I just not quite a tangent, but I can't remember where I got this note from, and I think it's the, my notes are in order, so I think it's around this point. It's a two-word note: aggressive squirrel. <laughs> that's a that's late. It's a little bit later on. Is it later on? Okay, never mind. It's when it's when the team get to um, Robbie's house. <laughs> it's when the team get to Robbie's house. Yeah, I've got squirrel attack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, but there's a couple. There's a couple of little things before that. So just after the tongue kill is when we get the video enhancement. Um, yes, the motel. The, yeah, the videotape from the the security tape from the motel or is it from the or the club it'll be um, it, it Ooh, must be from the club right yeah um yeah i'm pretty sure it's from the club um no oh no they um they go to the motel and he gives them the videotape which they then use to enhance ah uh, right 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 or is that later on i'm maybe getting confused now myself uh, they definitely definitely get the they definitely get a videotape from the motel that definitely yeah. happens um, but I feel like this enhancement scene is footage from the club. Oh, um, hang on. The enhancement scene is after she gets into a car accident. She gets hit by the car. Oh, Got it right, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, well, that's what I was leading up to. So that she gets hit by the car. Yeah. Smash through the bus, the bus stop. Yeah. And then that random guy pulls Just... up shoulders his way through the crowd because he got a fleeting second glance of a couple of seconds glance of this woman before she got hit by she gets hit by a car and he pushes his way through the crowd and is like i'm claiming that's mine now i'm getting, i'm after her i fancy her so i'm <laughs> here now i'm important 
she's mine. So he takes her <laughs> off to the hospital, and then we have the scene in the hospital where he's talking to the the lady on the reception, um, or the nurse or whoever she is, and he's like, "Oh, has she got insurance?" So he's like, "I don't know anything about her." He's like, "But put it on my card," and she makes she makes that comment of like, "Oh, you've you know you've just met and you're you're paying for her medical bills." Um, with your credit card, like, why are there no men like you? Oh, well, yeah. No more... Like, you don't want more men like that. He's seen this woman for about 30 seconds <laughs> and decides that, oh, I'm going to nurse her back to health and then she'll be mine. Like, like she's a sparrow that's flown into his greenhouse <laughs> or something. It's, it's such a fucking weird <laughs> thing. Yeah, he... And he wasn't even the one that, like, hit her. He was just a, a passerby. Yeah, yeah, he literally, he just cruises around town hoping beautiful women get <laughs> hit by cars so he can rock up and save them. <laughs> oh, there's one. Oh, there's one. Well, yeah. She'll do. I mean, you know, all right, he had a car phone and he presumably phoned for the ambulance and he went with her. And like, that's all kind of noble. But it is all, but he is essentially just doing it because he might get, he might get his end away when she's back on back he, on full health it's, and he looks like that sort of guy that would it's very it's very very weird yeah um just put it on my credit card it's fine yeah yeah but she she leaves him right she doesn't go or is he the guy that she does go back with uh no she does go back with him because uh, she does she, go back she, with him he's the hot tub guy yeah, yeah, yeah she regenerates so quickly in the hospital and the doctor's yeah. like what the fuck is going on but the nurse won't have any of it. She's like, "Doctor, we need you now." And he's like, "But look, oh, yeah. uh, but this, that's not I think no, doc, doctor. We need you now." Been, yeah, there's a child been burned. Is that really? But there's specific? a fucking alien in front of me. That is not normal. I don't care, um, doctor. We need you now. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, and then we have a scene that I feel again is very nineties, where it shows the entire team and they've all got sunglasses on. Like everybody's all sunglassed. Sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's when they being their cool selves. They're at Um, the uh, the car crash um, site. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, again. So they they sort of on the on the heels. Um, In fact, my note I've got a note at this point. Hot on her trail the whole time, thanks to the empath psychic MacGuffin, because he's like, yes, she walked this way. (laughs) She went that way. She walked. She met a man in a red car. I feel it emotionally. <laughs> well, you didn't feel that she was going to get hit by a car, did you? No. Didn't see that coming. Oh, so, yeah, that's dear. when we get, we get a good example of, like, his his, his emp- emp- empathetic ability being, empathetic abil- ability being essentially whatever they want it to be. Like, he can locate, he can locate her, knows which direction she's walked off because of how she was feeling about it. I guess. Um, but then we have back in the... So then then we're at the the car crash cruiser's house. I just found the squirrel scene. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> we're good. So we're we good. have so we have this scene and again it's like, you know, they they, they she's she's entertaining her potential mate. Yeah. Um they have a little a little hot tub action and then do you want to take over and talk about well, the the, t- the titty tentacles <laughs> I do actually. he he actually he he's he's very suave he's very smooth he brings out a um 
uh, I want to say like a, is it a, a cheese board, a little snack mm. board today, just to you know, see how she's feeling, just to have a nice little date. But she wants to get straight into the tub, straight to action. She hasn't yeah. got time to wait around. Her DNA is... It's moving, it's moving. Oh, yeah, you got to yeah. get the baby the, going. The clock's ticking. Biological clock is ticking. And once again, this guy's kind of like Robbie. He's, we don't see inside his house, but the guy is jacked. He's got that sort of big house on the hills with the pool and the jacuzzi. Yeah, he's he's rich. I mean, I guess I guess she's she's looking for the most desirable mate. So you know, so yeah. rich and successful. Um, but yeah, you get that impression from him at the beginning that of the car crash like you just said he's hunting around town for skirt <laughs> um any any type of skirt he can get that gets in the car crash and now even before she transformed into the alien she's like he's like slow down i want to get to know you first in a way he oh does, yeah yeah he's actually he's not the creepy just hunting around for any sort of woman no no get, any sort not, of action despite get. how he how he met this woman he, yeah. yeah, he does. He tells her to. He tells her to slow down. To which she responds, "I want a baby." <laughs> oh, it, yeah, literally word for word, right? I believe I want a baby, and uh, he tries to get out of it, but no, she overpowers him. The mm -hmm. like you mentioned just before about the the bathroom bimbo, where she sort of gets aggressive and the alien instinct comes out of her. It mm -hmm. instantly starts to come out of her now. In the uh, I think it's a pool. It's not a jacuzzi. It's like a mini pool. I think small pool. Yeah, something or like that. I think it's meant to be a hot tub. I think it's. Oh, hot tub! It's, it it's pretty big though for a hot tub. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, he's rich. He's very rich. <laughs> um, her body transformation happens very quickly. You can see the mm -hmm. the CGI wasn't too bad. The the her facial muscles start to change. Her bone structure starts to change. And then we cut back to a, another shot, maybe 10, 20 seconds later, and she's fully changed underwater, submerged him, and the tentacles comes straight out of her nipples like yes that is the choice the choice was yeah. made that is where they're coming out of in the design my but it's very says, guy, very geiger my note says spike out the tit good old geiger <laughs> <laughs> mine's just titty tentacles <laughs> no actually um sorry uh my titty tentacles note is later on this note is in quotes it came out of her titties <laughs> <laughs> Because I was so surprised. Brilliant. And the tentacles come out and literally, um, I think, strangle him. Strangle him under the water and drown him. Yeah. Um, so she's still, this is attempt number two, she still doesn't get what she's after. She still doesn't get no. the seed that she's after. So no, I guess and there's a, there is a line because shortly after this or immediately the next scene is the, the, the Scooby gang uh, are at the house. The Scooby gang. The Scooby uh, gang, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and there is a line that says something like, there was no semen detected in the water. Yes, <laughs> but they detected it so quickly, apparently. Incredibly quickly, like there and got, then. again, that them nineties, them nineties lab uh, laboratories, they can instantly. They've got get a, the semen detector. I think it's just get the <laughs> semen detector out the van. I think it's just the probe. It's, there. it's just they just stick it in. They carry it with them. They carry it with them everywhere. Yes. You never know. <laughs> but then. But then. Um, then he goes the. Like does it? Because she, she's still there, right? Silly's still, still the there, in, immediately in the vicinity. Yeah. But what re what really made me laugh is he steps. Uh, uh, is it? Is it Preston? Is it Madsen's character? Yeah. Yeah. 
he he sort of gets he's got his gun out and he goes wandering in and he takes two steps off the patio past the hot tub and he's in the Bolivian jungle. That backyard turns into Predator. It, it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's got the classic um, nighttime but overly lit uh, wooded area with overdone smoke machine. Uh, yeah. Why is there like to the ground mist or smoke? Dense, just, dense just hovering lush across jungle. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I've got it. I've got it here, and I'll I'll put a screen grab of it right now here, so you can see. And it's this is it. Is it his backyard or is it out? I think it's outside his backyard because it look, it's still fenced off. I think it is part of. No, his I don't backyard. think he climbs a fence. He, in fact, I'm pretty sure he gets to a fence. Yeah, he gets to a fence, but uh, there's so much smoke here. I don't. Yeah. Where's it coming from? So much <laughs> mist, and we we clearly like we're clearly talking. I don't know a good time of the year in LA because uh, before her car crash, she's driving along the beach. It's lovely, sunny. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. But there's mist. That, that. This very low, thick mist that's yeah, well, below, below like Nina. LA, LA smog, isn't it? Oh, it's... I guess. I don't know. Awful. I don't know. But yeah, it just it suddenly just turns into Predator. Um, and we even get... And this this is the scene I was talking about where the empath's powers are just really like hit and miss because yeah. she's definitely staring at him at that point and he can't, he can't feel her emotions then. Um, but we do get Laura... Uh, Dr. Laura being attacked by a squirrel. My God, this is so, so he he is doing, he, he's on the hunt. And we, we do get a quick scene of uh, Sill's um, alien sort of, it's sort of reptilian looking eye. Yeah. Like, like yeah. he, like she's just watching over trying to keep, keep hidden. And he's gone off into the Bolivian jungle, but um, what's her name? Laura. Lauren? Laura. Laura. Yeah. Is uh, back, back, back at the um, semen infested jacuzzi. Uh, no, sorry, there's no semen found. The non, the non sorry. semen infested. Sorry, jacuzzi. sorry, get that semen right. Semen free jacuzzi. <laughs> semen free jacuzzi. <laughs> that's what. That's what people should ask when they go to buy one. Uh, is this a semen free jacuzzi? This, I want a semen. Uh, uh, I want one. a semen free one. Yeah. <laughs> and she's just, she's sort of, you know, looking in the distance. Is everything okay? It's sort of like, is everything okay? Pounced on by the most aggressive squirrel you've ever. Oh. No, why would the squirrel do like what? There's no. She didn't have any nuts on her. I mean, we have the we have the false, you know, the the false scare animal. It's usually a yes, cat. That's squeak, exactly what it is. Jumping out, and they decided to put their own little twist on that and use a squirrel. When, when, when? in the history of ever has a squirrel ever <laughs> jumped out on somebody? A squirrel, <laughs> and it it's not a case of. It jumps on her as like a stepping stone to get to the ground because it's a fucking squirrel. They can walk yeah. down trees in a way. I mean, um, generally, when there's people, they go the opposite way. They go yeah, into the trees. Very timid. It jumps on her, but they put the sound effect in of <laughs> like it's going for the attack, it and she freaks out obviously and brushes it off. But why? Why would the squirrel do this? Is now the sec last time House by the Cemetery we had the bat, and now we've got an aggressive yeah. squirrel. Yeah, and for in fact, the film before this for a for a movie that shall not be named had a very dodgy looking squirrel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's becoming my new favorite trope. I think Just what aggressive squirrel that should aggressive be aggressive animals, aggressive, uh, unusually aggressive yeah. animals. <laughs> yeah. And then it just runs off. I, I mean, I 
I wouldn't have been surprised for the time of this film that Michael Madsen, they cut to him, turn round, and action shot, bang, 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 blow that squirrel <laughs> away. Slow motion diving with two guns. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. fucking chow on fat, hard-boiled. <laughs> John it's Woo It's coming it. right for us. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for squirrels, folks. Uh, I also just have one more thing before we get into the film. This is about the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was doing some of this research while we were talking about its uh, its gross, what it made in the budget mm-hmm. for that year. And I found the domestic box office for 1995. Mm-hmm. And Species, what do you think Species is? What number? Oh, like a ranking. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking what else came out well I know about GoldenEye I'd say maybe six out of oh okay uh, it's 24th I've, I've oh okay. okay I was just thinking I was thinking it would be top 10 somewhere six was Casper okay like yeah look just again we'll get back into but just look at the mid not the, the, the greatness that was ninth because cinema is very different nowadays to what it used to be 90s was you had just I want to say good family fun films, right? Yeah. Number one, Batman Forever. Right, okay. Number two, Apollo 13. Three, Toy Story. Four, Pocahontas. Five, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. Six, Casper. Seven, Die Hard 3. Uh, eight, Crimson Tide. Nine, Golden Eye. Ten, Waterworld. Um, but oh, then we okay. have films like Seven. Ten, uh, Waterworld was ten. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it's budget. It's probably cost- a lot higher, yeah. Yeah, it's, it this is just what they made. Yeah. Mm. Um, Fifteen, get shorty. Eighteen, dumb and dumber. Like they were just fun films. I love Waterworld. Cool. Actually, it's brilliant. I think it's a great film. It, it I, I actually quite like it as well. Um, Jumanji came out that year. Yeah, but uh, Species twenty fourth, not not bad for, for what no. it is. I think. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to shoehorn that in. Um, Fair enough. Anyway, uh, where were we? We were where, 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 so where, 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 just had the squirrel attack, and then we get to Sill um, taking another hostage, essentially. <laughs> yeah. um, but this is, well, because she's, she's completely naked, and she's come running from um, the other guy, the, the hot tub guy's house, um, and she jumps into a, into a car with this this lady i don't i don't know if she just she's just in a random parking lot i think i don't think it's too clear just where she is um and you know she she jumps in she's like i need some help and immediately this woman is you know oh my god what's happened you know it'd be radically different if it was a naked guy (laughs) if it was you know bruce banner post uh, incredible hulk transformation like jumps in it's oh my god there's a creep get out of my car but um obviously the you know she she thinks oh the, this poor woman's in trouble um and offers to help her and then it cut after that when we next see them um she's got this poor woman tied to the bed um and she's talking about do you ever have nightmares and it comes across as being incredibly like serial killer talk 
<laughs> do you ever have nightmares? I do. <laughs> yeah, well, at the same time, this the woman she's captured is tied up in a in a kind of state of the fuck is she talking about? Why yeah. am I? What is? Why am I here? This is. I mean, that would that would be. I mean, you you know, so somebody's jumped into your car. We don't know what happened Make between it. like that and yeah. I mean, <laughs> we don't know what happened between that and her getting tied to the bed. But presumably, there was a struggle at some point. Somebody's tied you to the bed. They've then fallen asleep next to you, and you think like, I'm in trouble here. I've been tied up. Are they, what's this person gonna do? Yeah. And then when they wake up, the first thing they do is start talking to you about their nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. oh, I'm really gonna get it now. I'm really gonna Ooh, get it now. I had a spooky dream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she also she wakes up she she stepped in her clothes yeah so she got into the car naked but she wakes up dressed well presumably she got some she's she's wearing some of that lady's clothes she stole some clothes when she got to her house out of the bed and then like yeah her a wardrobe from presumably. this, this she point... takes clothes from everybody she kills she she yes. takes the jacket from robbie um although she was just in a bra walking around but she takes a train, um, train conductor's outfit, train. full outfit with the hat and the fanny pack. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Randomly buys a wedding dress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we did kind of skip past that, but yeah, she goes to buy us. She realizes that the, the train conductor's outfit might be too conspicuous, so she buys a wedding dress. <laughs> Massive hat. It's a really big and, hat. And just wears it. Just yeah. wears it out of the shop. Like, and that woman is perfect. Like, doesn't have any issue with, like somebody's bought a wedding dress they've no, tried it on no. and they're gonna wear it home so they're just paying for it <laughs> no, no she's got no no question when are you getting married you know uh, no. do you need just alterating here's your no, here's your dress no, the only thing she asks is are you foreign are you foreign? <laughs> are you a dirty <laughs> foreigner Ugh. she must be a foreigner because she's must coming be. and she's wearing a wedding dress <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so presumably she she steals clothes from the woman that she she takes hostage um and then she cuts off her she cuts off her thumb. Yeah. She and then she has cuts her own thumb. Yeah. She, I was gonna um, say she has a plan here. Yeah. She is yeah, yeah, yeah. and I even at this point I'm trying to work out what is her plan because it's very methodical what she's come up with. And it's kind it, of a montage coming up. Yeah, with her we plan, see her we it? see her cut off she cuts off her thumb and she cuts off um and it, it, it she regenerates her own. And then she cuts off the lady's thumb with some yeah. sec same secateurs. And, and then we see her at the gas station filling up, you know, however many big, you know, multi-gallon jugs it is. Um, I was wondering, actually, because um, as we were watching it, my, my girlfriend said, oh, she asked, like, as if you can just go and buy a load of petrol like that in containers. And I was like, mm. well, you can. Because, I mean, the last time we had, like, a petrol crisis. Oh, yeah, UK, yeah. Oh. There was footage of people filling up, like, shopping carrier, plastic carrier bags and all sorts it's of... It's fucking country, like, I swear. All sorts of shit. But, um... So, while you... you as long as you pay for it, it, it's fine. But somebody would presumably ask questions if you were filling yeah. up that many. You catch on to that, yeah. Big like what they must be like eight nine gallon contain 10 gallon containers easy and she's got like half a dozen of them 
They're like drum, they're like drum they sizes, were. you know, like yeah. sort of oil drum sizes. But unless she's going to different petrol stations to not be so inconspicuous about it. But. Maybe, maybe, but we, I mean, we don't know. But anyway, yeah, she she buys a bunch of she buys a, a ton of gasoline and she's she's cut off a thumb. Um, and I was like, oh, well, maybe, yeah. And I I kind of cottoned on to the fact that perhaps she's gonna try and fake her death and escape. Yeah. Um, which she does. So she um, she essentially gets herself caught or you know located. She she heads to the club and she she gets spotted, and the chase scene and uh, chase scene ensues with helicopters and um, and the music that scores that scene is very Predator. Yep. It, yep. It, I wrote I wrote about the sound. Yeah. Mm. It's um, very very. In fact, it was, it's almost identical to the uh, the Predator some of the Predator music. Did you um, did you burst out laughing at the end of this chase scene? Because I certainly did. With the helicopters, I what the, with what the helicopters do? Hilarious. Yeah. So she gets she chases, and we it oh cuts to a word. shot of inside the car, and she's got this poor woman tied up in the passenger seat. All the gallons of, uh, of petrol are in the back, and she she drives down a hill and slams into like an electricity conductor, yeah, which ignites yeah. everything, and boom, big fireball explosion. Um, Silas. The- Jumped out before impact, and then just to make sure, just Just because they feel like they haven't done anything, just to make sure. (laughs) Yeah, the the helicopters unleash a barrage (laughs) of missiles, and just to explode that burning ball, (laughs) they attack the fireball of burning metal with rockets. The nuke had already gone off. But we just want to make sure it's really got something. Just it. Do you know what it, that bit of writing felt like a, a Matt Stone and Trey Parker bit of comical writing that they would have done in South Park, like uh, someone like crashed their car and then suddenly the army go in and go. Yeah, yeah, It wouldn't be out of place in something like that. Yeah, it's completely unnecessary. So dumb. But it's this... just like, oh, we we've got mo- we've got a bit of money for a couple more explosions in the budget, right? Well, we'll have the choppers <laughs> fire off a couple of rockets just just to just to seal the deal. Um, so <laughs> yeah, if I, the... I thought I'd made a note about that, but oh yeah, chopper chasing music, very predator. Um, the... And then so then she 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 fakes a death um they they talk about how they found a thumb that matches her dna in the in the car and it cuts to them they they go off to have some drinks and celebrate now this this is where for me the film starts <laughs> to decline mm. i think this this third act this final scene mm. of the celebration and then the the final battle goes on a little bit too long and doesn't yeah. make a great deal of sense in terms of character decision making. Mm-hmm. So in a nutshell, Syl changes her appearance and then goes back to the hotel to have sex with Dr. Octopus and Yeah, there's a bit of foreshadowing of her changing her appearance earlier on with the uh, infomercial. Uh, there is, and, and that's ultimately change. how our empath knows that she's in the building as yeah. well. But my my the main issue is she's gone to all this trouble to fake her death and escape, and then the first thing she does is go back to the place where the only people that know about her are there. Are yeah, 
Yeah. She could have gone. For me, I bet they could have ended it there. They could have cut to, you know, her being in somewhere, you know, another bar somewhere, make it in New York, make it look like a completely different part of the country or whatever. Yeah. Um, and have like a little sort of tying off scene that, you know, she's picking up a guy in another bar and things are continuing. And there's your sequel bit, boom, credits. Yep. yep. Instead, we get this prolonged, like, drinking se section with the characters having cocktails. We get Michael Madsen going off to have sex with... Oh, God, the love... Yeah, the love... The, um, the love angle. interest, because yeah. we, we need some resolution. Now, and then we have Syl coming back and deciding to knock off Doc Ock next door. Yep. Now... When we were watching it, say my girlfriend and I, and we thought like, oh, she's really, she, there are all these other men, but she's decided that Madsen is the one she wants. So we were like, it kind, if you look at it like that, it kind of makes sense that like, she's got, a, she's decided he's the perfect mate and she got, she's gonna, she's come back to get him, to get what she wants from him. But she doesn't, she ends up settling for Doc Ock and the, the film progresses. But it just it's just clumsy and awkward and doesn't really make sense. Like, why go to the trouble of faking all your death if you're just going to come back straight away? I don't and... know if it's a case of... Um, before the crash scene, she has a vision of... It's Michael Madsen. That she, I don't know if she, that's what she wants. She has a vision that he's, like, the one mm. to impregnate her. It's like in this yeah, dream yeah, yeah. world. So I don't know if that's a way that's... Uh, tied in that like she she's she's trying to still complete her goal. It's got to be him. I think I think it is. I think I think it is. But it like he's she's she's free now from the other the other side of it. Is she's free now. She's 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 got them off yeah. her back. She can go anywhere in the entire world. There's got to be somebody else on an equal footing with Michael Madsen. That you know what I mean. She could just. And not, I mean, not even leave LA. Just go to a different part of LA because she's not, she's, she's not fussy generally. No, no, she's not. You know, it, it's just a, a the, all right. There are caveats and they need to be healthy and all the rest of it. But she's, she doesn't have that set of a profile. She could just go to a different club, go to the club on the next street and pick somebody. You'll find somebody in there that would probably serve the you know serve the purpose and it's it, it's odd if you did cut it there and say add tack on a five minute clip of okay they're celebrating but then there's also the cliffhanger of she's somewhere else she's still alive mm. you're looking at about an hour 15 hour 15 yeah. hour 16 which not a bad runtime it would do this goes on for another half hour but that's what i mean it, it yeah. adds significantly to the runtime and i did i was starting to get bored yeah, I was that. I mean, the whole celebration drink scene is is a little overlong as well. That could have been cut short. Um, and the... yeah, it just and then they go into the tunnels and it all gets very aliens. Um, yeah, I think we can condense the the final part because basically, she fought. She uh, the whole film. She's looking for a man and she finds it in Alfred Molina, uh, Stephen Arden, because they've had their drinks and he's looking for some tail himself and <laughs> because she's changed her appearance she's still looking very attractive he takes a chance goes for it well and... she shows up in his room he, oh that's it sorry you're right room. yes I, I, yes you're right she's already there because she's she's 
she's following Michael Madsen because that's who she mm-hmm. wants originally. But um, his room is but, next door to Laura's where Michael Madsen is and she's she's trying mm-hmm. to earwig in to what's going on. And Is the, it like she's missed it? Like, oh, damn. Yeah, so he's she already... takes second best. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. it is. She gets there and he's already having sex. So it's like, ah, oh, damn it. Right yep. then. Um, um, so yeah, so she she unfortunately kills the poor maid um, yep. to, to get the room key. And yeah, he, yep. he comes in and she's naked and it's like, oh, this never happens to me. And, and they go at it. And uh, a little bit suspicious how you got into my room. I, oh, I, yeah. I would, I mean, yeah, she's a very attractive lady. At the same time, I mean, she does doesn't mean she isn't going to knife key. me. No. <laughs> doesn't mean. She that, does say no. that she stole the key, but yeah, you'd be like, still, what the fuck? Like, yeah. this this doesn't happen. It's no, not this that this doesn't, doesn't happen to happen. me very often. This doesn't happen in reality, full stop. Very often means it's happened before. Mm. Mm. <laughs> okay. Very often is very different to this never happened. <laughs> yeah. Maybe not he very, does say never happens. I'm not very sure. Very often, but, yeah. But he's he's very um, he goes along with it. You know, the the his, his little brain definitely takes over. He doesn't question it too much. And he's not barren. We know no. that. We know he's not barren because instantly impregnated and instantly mm-hmm. um, starting to produce life inside of her because of yeah. how fast the DNA works. Um. Does she kill him instantly? Um, Is it off yes. camera? It's off camera, though, I think. But yes, that's it, because um, Dan wakes up. Dan wakes up Michael Madsen and uh, Laura. Uh, they're about to... Yeah. The, I quite like this bit, but at the same time, it's really goofy. They're out in the hallway, and they're about to kick the door down. And as soon as he's about to kick the door down, she bursts out the wall next to the door yeah. in alien form yeah. to escape so she knows what's about to happen as well or mm-hmm. it's just a coincidence she's a, she's got to get the fuck out of there doesn't want to use yeah, the door yeah. uses the wall <laughs> yeah runs through the wall uh runs through a lot of walls mm-hmm. a lot of walls and um that's where they find um yeah and then body. essentially they're chasing her through the building aren't they they head down and further Into down the sewers down into the into the maintenance tunnels and there's a guy there's always a maintenance worker it's the middle of the night and there's oh, yeah, still a maintenance yeah. worker just down there in these tunnels oh yeah um and then yeah there's a sewer hatch next to the spare toilets and they go down um it just made me laugh that there's like three or four pristine yeah. toilets there like do, do hotels need to replace the toilets that often that they have us they have a surplus in in bulk in storage well, it was just a pile of them wasn't it <laughs> it was like three or four <laughs> three or four spare toilets just in case um and yeah it, they head into the sewers and there's a lot of um yeah, flame th- it's, it's very aliens there's flame yeah. throwers like checking corners and they had their kit ready of these flamethrowers down there right uh no it's it, 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 there's this didn't they pull them out of the van that's what something? i mean their kit like their van was their yeah. van, which they they have obviously been transporting in, is down there. But they had all their kit, like proper kit, mm-hmm. ready for her oh, in yeah. that van. Um, yeah, yeah. And somehow they can get into the main sewer system, which, like you say, yeah, it's just like aliens, specifically. Well, aliens. from the main sewer system into a cave system, which they of... state is probably happened from the earthquake. Which what earthquake? Yeah. Like, which uh, is full of like oil and yeah. dinosaur skeletons there's there's dinosaur bones down there and like there's a big sort of like tyrannosaurus skull at some point or they're not or that the, deep no no it's literally <laughs> like hotel 
hotel, hotel basement, sewers, prehistoric caves. Oil. Oil, yeah. <laughs> Full of oil. Yeah. We don't have to yeah, dig that if far. That, if whoever owns that hotel owns the actual plot of land as well that it's Minted. built on, they are insanely rich. Yeah. Um, and But possibly don't know about it. Um, so, yeah, we... Um, so we have this like cat and mouse game. They're looking for they're looking for Sill in this ultimate cave. Ultimately, the cave network. Yeah. We have a birthing scene. Um, we do where she she gives birth after what like forty five minutes of being pregnant. Like this this is this is it again where they fast. kind of they kind of play fast and loose with how quick the DNA of this mm-hmm. specimen this species <laughs> works. Uh-huh. It, like sometime back to. Um, when she was a kid then transforming into an adult like why over the time of the introduction of natasha henstridge's version mm-hmm. of sill to now has she not gotten any older or yeah transformed anymore like they choose when these um these yeah, parts of these her, her take these evolutions place. take place yeah yeah, um, there was. I mean, there was support. I think there was supposed to be a scene. I believe there was supposed to be a scene that would show if she managed, like a sort of computer graphic, if she was to give birth, it'd be like the human race would be extinct within 10 years. Yeah. Um, and they cut it. Um, but there is a mention. I think it's I think it's Alfred Molina's character talks about how, how quickly or how threatened the original species is if a new predator species comes into the... Yeah the thing but it's perhaps it perhaps should have been should be pressed more that like her giving birth and the speed at which she can is a it is a big deal if it, if it was to go and check then mm, you know we'd mm. be we would be wiped out as a as a species um that is kind of the point but it's maybe lost a little bit in this just sort of vague generic kind of action sequence at the end um so we get the uh it's Forrest Whitaker's character and he finds the the child. the child yeah and is just kind of chill with it like yeah it doesn't react like doesn't react in the way he's supposed to at all it's it, like it's like he assumes it's a human child that just happens yeah. to be in the caves not the offspring of the alien they've been searching for that threatens the existence of the entirety of the human race for the last hour yeah. <laughs> so he gets attacked by it um i'm glad he's the he drop on him i'm glad he didn't die though i'm glad forrest yeah his character. Ben, oh we forgot to mention ben kingsley's been wiped out in the sewers by the way in a very aliens-esque oh, yeah. way um, about that. And it's okay it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> so we're left with the free with the three musketeers of uh mm-hmm. laura dan and uh, michael madsen yeah preston there we go preston or, or press as, uh, Preston Lennox, but um, this cave that they're in, sorry, this set that they're on, <laughs> again, it's like it's like the the wooded area early on. It's so well lit. They've only got small torches, but it's so well lit. And mm. this is even before the like they've set the oil on fire. I mean, it's very quickly on fire. Yeah, yeah. But even before that, it's so well lit. That would have been descent levels of pitch black <laughs> yeah. and i know it's a film it needs to be lit so you could see but dim it down a bit come on just dim it down yeah. a little bit i mean dimming it down would help with 
the fact that the CGI really starts to fall apart yeah. in this this final scene. It does. Um, particularly because we get shots of Syl, the animatronic, or the person in the suit version of Syl, yeah. when she's giving birth, and a few other shots. Like, very... And at the same time, the next frame, the next, uh, you know, the next cut or whatever, it's the CGI version, and they do not look... No. They do not compare well and the c yeah the cgi well whereas we said they do a decent job of hiding it or you know like yeah early on early mm. on it, it they they try and sort of do this kind of big reveal and it and yeah the 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 technology of the time was not up to spec really um unfortunately it wasn't but i do i do actually really like the design of sil i like that yeah i have nothing I wrong think with it's the, a the really design good great. design it's Geiger. It, it, yeah, she looks. She looks great. It's, yeah, a, it's a good. Um, yeah, almost. She kind of looks a little bit like the Green Goblin. I did think that. A, yeah. a little. Yeah, bit. yeah. It's got um, that kind of pointy chin, tall yeah. face looking. Yeah. I'm somewhat of a species myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but she does. Yeah, she does ultimately look good, but a lot better as the the animatronic. Um, or person in a suit version yeah. rather than the, the CGI, because and it's it's just a product of its time. It you know oh, yeah, without doubt yeah. It, it's it can't be helped, but it does, it, it it does age it quite significantly and and sort of loses out a little bit looking at it through modern eyes. Although I'm not a huge fan of big CGI effects anyway, but no, I um, think we both arguably are, things look a lot better now than they did in '95. Um, the and end, they go on. I was just about to say, the ending of all of this is so abrupt. Mm. Um, obviously, uh, they discover the offspring. Um, I can't remember what actually do they do they kill instantly kill the offspring or does it fall into the fiery light? Um, um it, it, we see it in human form and it attacks Forest Whitaker and then it. he sort of like fights it off and falls back. And then it comes bounding out in like full alien form and attacks yeah. it. And I think they it just it just sets it on fire and it like falls down. That's how like the whole cave ends up being on fire, isn't it? Yeah. It falls in. Sets fire to everything. And then Sil attacks Forest in revenge. And we end up with this sort of um uh, moment where Forest is hanging off the, the cliff, Sil's dangling from his back. And then Madsen and Laura at the top trying to get him up. It all happens pretty quickly, but I'm fairly certain that's sort of the sequence yeah. of events. Yeah. And it's he's we've got a, like a Lion King moment. He's dangling. Yes, and we also get the the final one liner at the end of um, "Let him go, you motherfucker." <laughs> yeah. Which, which I'm sure. I'm sure. As I said, Madsen was was really keen to do this film apparently yeah. because he'd never done a action lead role, and I get I really I like to think that this that line wasn't in the script, but he kind of went. I've, I've, do you mind if I have like I've got this great one liner? I've got it's a line. Oh, it's gonna be just before I shoot her. Can I can I do it? Can I have my John McClane? moment yeah it's on the same level it's that's that's what it, i mean yeah arguably the john McClane line's a lot better because it doesn't feel anywhere near as forced but it is that sort of i'm doing an action film and by 
got by damn god damn it i will have my moment of being an action you know yeah being an action hero the classic moment where the music like that i could be an action hero. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With the, the classic moment, the music builds up, stops, let her go, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And pops her and in the it, face and she explodes. Yeah, head pops her with a grenade. Yeah. Or of some description. Um, but then the film just ends. It, ju- it just ends. They walk off and it ends. It walks off. We get, and then we get the little sequel bit with the rat yes, dragging off do. the tentacle yeah. and then the mutated rat. Um, attacking the other so we've got like rat here so the next film by the by the way that the sequel is set up with the bait scene at the end the the next species film will be about a horny rat looking to breed with other rats <laughs> and a team of avenger rats will be after <laughs> and it's yeah. basically the plot of the first book with rats but are, i don't think you that's actually, what they went for are you, you're not being serious are you no Hey. No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. The I don't think. I think the. I think the plot synopsis for the second one is. Uh... Oh, I've got it here. Oh wow. An an astronaut gets infected with alien DNA during a mission on Mars. In a bid to control this, a team of scientists collaborates with re-engineered aliens. They collaborate with Sill. Oh, it's like Terminator, Terminator Two. Ex- bring the, exactly bring the villain from the first back to be uh, an aid in the second. Oh boy! Okay, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. I mean, I I probably will watch it at some point, but yeah, I I do think the first one is the standout, and then the sequels are all yeah progressively worse. Wow, there's um, four. Yeah, there are four. There's also a couple of comics as well. Apparently, a couple, oh, uh, Dark for real? Horse. Dark Horse did a, a little short run um, with a male uh, alien hi- human hybrid and then another publisher and I, can't, I don't know if it, it might have been Dark Horse again I'm not sure but then there's another one which follows uh, which has a return has Sil in it again it's oh, cool, another, cool. another series of Sil I can't say I've ever seen it in the wild but yeah there, there was a couple of a couple of comic spin-offs um so yeah that was species well that is species i think the thing to take away from this film mid-90s men are easy men men are easy. men are so easy i mean and don't like to be told no well. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, you know it, it, it's exactly what you said it's a fun romp it's a fun it it's not scary put it on for a no. fun it's a pure saturday night fun film yeah um, I would always recommend it if you want something. You don't have to prop. You don't have to fully pay attention to it. You don't. It's, you don't. It's not very in depth. It's not a hard watch. It's just fun. No, it's it, it's yeah. I mean, when was Independence Day? It's got that kind of feel 96, to it. Like, yeah, a little bit around the same sort of time. So yeah, it's there's mild peril. Um, like. They try and they try and play it off as it being some big thing, but it's kind of not. And Madsen's running around with a gun most of the time. He's supposed to be this big yeah. hotshot CIA guy, and he's he's not really doing a great deal to prove his credentials. Uh, yeah, no, it's a fun romp. Like I said, it it does tail off for me a little bit in that final act. Um, agreed, agreed. But 
you know, you, you're practically out of the film that bad and you want to see how it how it finishes. And it is. It's, it's, easy, it's an easy watch. It's an easy, entertaining watch. Um, it's a little bit cheesy in places, a little bit saucy in places. You know, saucy. What it, what it, a bit saucy. What do you want? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, like I say, I can't really comment on the sequels, but I get the impression that they're going to gonna be a a steady decline um ones that you you're probably not really gonna need to see uh no but yeah I mean, you can stick with I one and that's can't, you have fault, to... can't fault with one stick no. it on the list and like i said it was it was a it was a big film for for the time um yeah by the looks of it for sure alexa's telling me something sorry shut up Nobody asks you, Alexa. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Did you? Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. She, uh, Natasha Henstridge, she, she had quite a little, um, little run in the nineties and early two thousands, and I, I completely forgot he was in one of John Carpenter's worst ever films, Ghost of Mars. Mars. Yeah. Which I really like. Oh man, <laughs> it's, it's rubbish. It's but atrocious. I do like how rubbish it is. It's talking about fun romp. Don't need yeah. to think about what's going on. Films. John Carpenter's Mars is like a video game. It's yes. It, it's yeah. It's got some. I mean, Ice Cube's in it being Ice Cube. It's got some stupid moments. It's got some over the top gore. Yeah, yeah. She is in that. Um, yeah. yeah, and she's. I think more recently she's done a lot of. She's still working. She's just done lots of little TV things. Um, yeah. But this seems to be her. Uh, I mean, I, I I believe this was. Was her first major major motion? Yeah, I mean, w without doing a down, I think it was her first and last. I, I you know first what I mean? big I one. She, yeah, yeah. I don't think she did anything as big. Um, she was in Commander Conquer three. You got a lot of big uh, actors and actors in uh, the Commander Conquer series. To be mm -hmm. fair, um, um, but yeah, Species three. She did. She did the first three. Um, although she isn't still in number three. Oh really? Yeah, she's a oh. character called Eve. Yeah, Species was her first film. So yeah. Um, I mean, yes, self Species and um, Ghosts of Mars are probably her biggest films, which, you know... Whole Nine Yards wasn't bad. It says a lot. Whole Nine uh, Yards. Whole, yeah, Whole Nine Yards. Uh, yeah, but I'm yeah, not, the... I'm not seeing anything else that I no, really recognise. No. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd put this as a recommendation. I really would. I think, like we said, good fun romp. Check what's it out. Your, what's your rating? What are you rating it? Uh, out of 10... Six and a half. Yeah, I'd give it a six. Solid, solid six. Yeah. Worth worth a watch. Worth your time. You know what I mean? I give it a C plus. Um, C plus. C plus, there B minus. There we go. C plus. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to be uh, that quite so generous. C, <laughs> C plus. C. All right, we'll go with C. C. The, the, the ending really does let it down because I really like yeah. that first half. It clicks along at a nice pace. It's genuinely like edge of the seat because they're always right behind her. Yeah. And then that prolonged action sequence at the end is just a bit tedious um i think I mean, that's fair that's fair very fair but yeah it's another one of those if you, you you're flicking through you know flicking through the channels nobody watches tv like this anymore no nope. i don't know why i keep saying it but 
thinking about back in the day when we used to channel surf, it is yeah. one of those, oh, species is on, get in, have, the, you know, have I missed the cocoon bit yet? I'll watch this for a while. <laughs> I can't pause and go back. I can't go on plus we're one. Only watch, I've missed it. We're only watching it for the nudity. <laughs> Yeah, got to, I got some being got a cheeky, uh, a cheesy action star. <laughs> I got to turn the volume down so they don't hear that I'm watching TV. Yeah. <laughs> Your parents yeah. are gonna walk in at exactly the wrong bit. Exactly, exactly the wrong bit. Yeah, or the right bit. <laughs> but yeah, know. I'd recommend it. I'd recommend it. It's fun. Especially, you know, like I say, it's it's like when we did um, when we did Wishmaster. Yes, like, it's exactly it. It's 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 a lot of fun to go back and look at these. 90s films because they're like they're very of the time and that time was like my our formative years it's when we were yeah. you know sort of just in there's a charm into teenagers and getting into movies and stuff like that so yeah there's, it's there's fun a, to go back and watch them there's a big charm to that era and no mm -hmm. pun intended i've i love that sort of tv era of buffy charmed I guess they're a bit late nineties. Uh, these ones, um, uh, there was a Mort the Mortal Kombat TV show, Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat Conquest, which was only which ended really badly. Um, Relic Hunter, uh, Xena. Oh, was that the one with? Um, oh, what's she called? From Wayne's World. Um, was that Relic Hunter? Uh, what was her name? There we go. Sydney Fox. Oh no, that's not who I'm thinking. Tia Carrera. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, Tia, Tia Carrera. Yeah, and Tia Carrera. She, yeah, she, uh, a, a lovely woman, um, a very lovely woman. Uh, Relic Hunter, Xena, like all these, these of yeah. the era had such charm to them. Very cheesy. Um, don't I don't know? Do you get you get more young adult sort of shows nowadays rather than these sort of adventure shows? I'd like to call it. adventure sci-fi. Yeah. Bit of hot, bit a bit of scare added in now and then, but. Yeah, adventure series. I think that's probably a good way of describing them. Yeah. Um, and they are very much of the, of yeah. I don't think they really do stuff like that anymore. I mean, no. we get things like when the Wednesday series and and Stranger Things, but they don't have the same vibe. No. They don't have the same um, feeling. Hercules there was a Hercules one. That was a that Kevin was the other one. Kevin Sorbo's piece of shit anyways so. well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah that was the um so yeah go watch species folks go enjoy it um i think that was pretty much a big that was a big rundown we've been going for about three days now um <laughs> it's time to get the hell out of here before i melt in this room yeah fair um enough, fair next time is is going to be a hype one it's going to be a hype one because it's our debut of Stephen King with Maximum Overdrive. Maximum yes. Overdrive. It's the Stephen man King whose name you'd fuel. love to touch. Fuel. But you but mustn't, mustn't touch. touch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Maximum Overdrive. So I look forward to that because I've never seen it. So this will be my first impression of it. Good. Um, I'm looking forward to hearing what you think. Yeah, no, thanks very wait. much. Thanks for being here, guys. Sticking with us through species. Yep. Um, look out for the next episode. Don't forget to like and share. And uh, leave us a comment. Leave us your thoughts. You can always email us at thedreadcastpod at gmail.com as well. You want to uh, make some recommendations or let us know how you, what you thought about species or any of the other films we've reviewed or are going to review. Yep. Um, yeah, thanks for being there. Yep. And once again, you can check us out on. Spotify, Apple, Google, 
Amazon, Podbean, and YouTube all by searching The Dreadcast, and Instagram and Twitter, The underscore Dreadcast. Not doing threads yet because I don't want all my personal data that's ever every single bit of information about me out there being sold because threads is now probably the worst out of all the new social medias so for now we're not dealing with threads but twitter and instagram go there the lesser of the evils <laughs> it'll still be around for a while yeah um like a decrepit haunted house will carry on haunting twitter for a while longer yep um so until next time till next time i guess there's only one thing to say stay spooky stay spooky i need to sneeze uh.